Football, baby! You know what time it is. It's mock draft time. I am just... I'm I'm all over it. I'm all over the mock draft it's right freaking now. Freaking go, man. It's my favorite time of just everything. Just just it's all it's all my favorite. And get to do this. It's going to be just wonderful. Like I we have done a few mock drafts already just just in the mock draft season. You've sniped me every <laughs> single chance you've gotten. I'm getting better and better at it. It's like, this is like the sequel. This is like mock draft eight. This time it's personal because that's what it feels like. I don't think I've gotten a single share of Michael Pittman. I don't think I've got a single share of like Travis Etienne really. Like everyone You're going to have to reach for those guys. Those aren't just your guys anymore. Okay. Those are everybody's guys. I'm realizing that now. I'm realizing that I'm going to have to really step it up in this draft because we've talked about these guys. We've gotten people excited about them. And now it's time to put our methods, to put our our rankings to the test as we've got 10 other super savvy, crazy, fanatical fans of fantasy football drafting with us right now on Sleeper. We're going to get this started real quick. Let me go ahead and get this put up. We are getting to draft with... uh, like I said, 10 other people, one of them being Jacob Fabian. The other one, our constant listener and commenter here, uh, Mr. Ben Imleg. Gra- uh, glad to have you guys with us along with everyone else. Um, get to be very let me run through. Let me run through this cast real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And to say I'm a little nervous, um, a little intimidated would be highly incorrect. However... The boys in this draft know what they're doing, and I respect each and every one of them. Ryan Kennedy at the 101, Brian O'Leary, 102, myself, Travis, three, Eli Clure at 104. I don't know why I want to say that like Charles Leclerc, the F1 driver. Um, Ben at five, Jorico, fantasy no expert at 106. Barrow at 107. We will call out the Twitter names more and more as we go. Machine Gun K Mad Kelly at 108, Fantasy U 109, Jacob 110, BMC Thunder 111, and Dustin himself gets the turn at the 12. It's going to be a fun time. We're starting here in about two minutes. We need to see a few more green dots before we hit that start button, but there will be fireworks. There will be trashing of picks. There will be guessing incorrectly, incorrectly of picks. So it's going to be a hell of a hell of a good time. I'm excited. Who I I'm not gonna make you spoil who you're looking at because obviously values are gonna change, but who is someone that it hurts it hurts more when they're taken from you when it's like when it's someone way out ahead, like four rounds ahead of their ADP. Like, is there someone that you can think of? Or maybe you don't want to share it and we'll see. I'm in not the draft. gonna say the name. I, I will say okay. this. There's the two things that hurt the most are when someone like you or Ben or Jacob, yeah, you know exactly who I'm wanting. And even though you know it's around early, you're going to do it because you know it's a mock and it won't cost you. Right. The second is taking somebody that I have personal family history with 
just in spite of me can sometimes ruffle my feathers a little a little bit but i've gotten better at it i've accepted if you're going to treat them right and draft them and bring them into your house that's okay just don't draft them and then immediately cut them so right of course one minute out i wish we had some some draft music maybe in two weeks we'll play some of that yeah we'll 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 figure something out all right we are getting down to the new let me go ahead let me let me let me fix this while we're while we're doing this, let me actually put it on full, full screen. There we go. Make it look all nice. Um, pull the uh, players up there, can you? Of course I can. Sweet. We are here. I'm not going to put my cue up. That's the one. That's the one <laughs> disadvantage of being in the driver's seat. Um, Machine gun K-Mad. He fully plans on being a long-range sniper tonight. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's get personal. We're waiting for Mr. Ryan Kennedy to hop in and we'll start it off. It is 90 now- second clock. You don't have to wait the full 90, but if you, that's right. If we're in the middle of talking about somebody and we're not done yet, we might pause it just for a second. Sure. We'll try not to. Yeah. But no, yeah, there's we, Ryan. We All right. Let's go ahead and start her off. Oh, I'm sure. Let's bang, go bang. ahead and we're going to go ahead and turn off these alarms. And never mind that we're going to turn that back to dark because <laughs> I'm not a psychic. I can't see anything. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor goes off the board. Yeah. And that's a, that's You'll a pretty chalky that very pick. often. Yeah. That's a, he's a, I, I feel like he's a sleeper. He's a, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people and be really good for fantasy this year. So what do you, oh, uh, what do you think? Brian you think- is, uh, I thought Brian's pick was pretty darn set, but he might shake it up here. Yeah, no, um, way. no way I mean, he passes Christian McCaffrey. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see. Yeah, you, it's top three. McCaffrey, if McCaffrey ever falls out of the top three, it's a gosh darn travesty. As Travis is on the clock, so you're, you're probably. I've got the first fireworks here. I've got the first fireworks oh, of the draft. You've got some. You've got some. Uh, <laughs> the Chicken little blue dot ass. next to Cooper Cup's name. Is enticing right, with here the, with the third pick in the losing sucks fantasy football mock draft. Cooper Cup is a very the non pick. a very non Travis pick there. I always go running back, usually yeah. running back, running back to start. So let's we know it up we tonight. know Travis likes his running backs, but going yep. with a, a bona fide star in a half point PPR league is it's tough to pass up. And Austin Eckler goes off the board at number three, which is a little bit sh- surprising. Um, Dalvin cook off the board. Um, Those two are, are pretty my, interchangeable. There are some other guys that I, I really like that. I feel I would have gone with there instead, but over those two, over those two. Yep. Yep. Derek Henry off the board. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like guys like, you know, yeah, dude, you can't say it. You can't say it till we get past the first round. I'm thinking, um, yeah, Emmett Smith is a good pick here. <laughs> um, Ed Jacob saying that's pure chalk. Maybe it will become draft season. It might be. It, it um, could be. If I were to go running back at three, I would have taken Dalvin Cook. I'm very I don't know, excited maybe, for that. Am I crazy to think that Eckler is a little bit overrated this season because of the reduced workload that he's even come out himself and said that he, he doesn't want to be the three down guy. He wants other running backs in the room to take some, some, some load. Yeah. I Eckler scares me a little bit at his top five price because 
there's a, almost a guaranteed touchdown regression there. And right. the workload was an all-time high by a lot. So I just feel like Dalvin Cook is a little bit safer. I think he'll score more touchdowns than Eckler will. And But again, if you in a half-point PPR with the, with the passing work that Eckler just got, if he repeats that right. again, he's a slam dunk top five. So I can't sure. hate Eckler at all there. No, you really can't. Halfway through the ninth pick clock, and we're waiting patiently. I know this has got to be tough. Do you go wide receiver? Do you go running back? And the answer is Jamar Chase. No real surprise there. That is a good pick. This is the first draft that we've done with Jacob. Um, We've we've gotten a lot of commentating from him on our own drafts and our own takes on guys so i'm curious i mean i'm excited to kind of flip the script here and break down the mind of jacob yeah i'm excited to see how he screws this up i mean that's you know he he uh he is a very talented and insightful individual and i feel like the pressure is going to get to him wow and he did terrible (laughs) pick terrible pick i can't i can't believe that guy picked that guy uh wow um you know, we all we all make mistakes. Some of them, some of us make them in the first round. Um, it's weird. It feels weird to, to feel like that about Devonte Adams. Like just that name to think he should probably be the beginning of the second. Right. Like if, if with Kelsey and Adams on the board, I'm usually going Kelsey first because of the positional advantage there. For sure. Yeah, it's it's really tough to to look at some of these names out here and 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 have to choose it. It's not a an enviable position as I'm left with a couple of guys I love here. I I was either going to go Mixon or I was going to go DeAndre Swift. And I think in a, a half problem to have. are where you've got a guy who could realistically have a you know 60 70% um market share of the rushing and then most of the running back receiving work. Uh, I've got to go DeAndre Swift in the first round. The next pick isn't as clear because two guys I love and I view very similarly. I've called CD lamb, the, the Stefan Diggs of Dallas. Um, so it's, it's, up it, some have there. said that he's their number one overall wide receiver in 2022. Some have said that, and that would be, <laughs> uh, that would be a very bold take, but one that we have not shied away from here at losing sucks. And he won't. Going- no, I mean we're not gonna we're not gonna back down now. I am going to go with the the proven thing though. I'm gonna go with Stefan Diggs here. And wow, I thought you were going Kelsey for sure after what we just said. No, um, I look. Are you I going like for the next the the next Kelsey? The the next Kelsey, yeah. The next uh, five years of Kelsey, you've got a guy for that. Sure, absolutely. I've got I've got a guy like that in my bag as we're waiting for uh, Mr. McThunder here himself to make- Thundercat says he got sniped. He was going Ooh. Stefan Diggs. Oh, <laughs> that's Sorry, the first man. snipe of the draft. I think that's, that's exciting I, stuff there for the brand. I do enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy a good snipe. Absolutely. It feels good as Mr. Kelsey is off the Dude. board and Kelsey this year, snipe too. he, he should return that value. It the stars are aligning. He is the number one target in that offense. Is there any concern though, Travis, about him, you know, 
being age 33, 34 now. No. no. So you're not worried about age, uh, you know, guy that he's obviously going to have to block. Maybe the offense isn't as high flying as it has been the the previous years. We you know we we see a lower average depth of target. What are if you had to say any concerns about Travis or Travis Kelsey, what do you think that they would be? As CD Lamb comes off the board. I'm the least concerned about Travis Kelsey than I am about any player in fantasy football. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. There is All no right. reason why Travis Kelsey will not continue to be Travis Kelsey. There are yeah, zero question marks. If anything else, there will be a slight uptick in volume if at all possible, but he is his role is as safe as it comes. His advantage over the other guys is as big as any other position. I don't envision him changing his name. So I 100% agree that he will still be Travis Kelsey. uh, Come the (laughs) 2022 season kicking off. Jacob Um, recovers. CD lamb saves the Devonte Adams pick. Well done. Chubb. Nick Chubb right after that and Saquon. I like Saquon over Nick Chubb this year. The receiving work is intriguing. I feel like the question mark looming with Deshaun Watson is still the paramount uh, question of really. I mean, it's it's everything you hear uh, going around. Obviously, we know there's going to be a suspension. It's looking like it's going to be that whole season is probably going to be what we're going to hear. And no one's going to be shocked. Yep. Do you really want the running back? Granted, the question I want to ask, I as Aaron Jones come, comes off I the board, that that's a great pick. We've got some solid value um, in the second round of running back. A lot of volume in the receiving um, game. But the one thing that's missing from Nick Chubb as we're continuing to talk about him is do you, do you think that Jacoby Brissett is going to be able to produce anything similar to of an offense to that of a Baker Mayfield? Is it – how is it going to be more of a further obstacle for Nick Chubb to reach, uh, you know, running back one status um, this year? Um, I, I'm not panicking on Chubb with or without Deshaun Watson. I don't think they've had a high-powered passing attack at any point since Nick Chubb got there. He's been the focal point of it. I worry more about Kareem Hunt and what kind of role he eats into Nick Chubb. Um, but I'm fine. I, I think he is a second round value. I think he's a 12 to 1400 yard guy when healthy. So it's hard to hate on Nick Chubb. When you watch him run it, you think this guy's a beast. He's not going to stop being that guy. I like it. Alvin Kamara, the next pick. I like him more. So I like this him. Is, if this you is were tough. To, if you were to fall closer to the third round, granted it's a, it's a half point PPR league and losing one of my top two guys for any stretch of time, it makes it difficult to, to take him that high. Um, but meaning that, the, the expected six games, they're bracing for six games. I've heard different reports saying that they're bracing for that. They're expecting it to be less. I don't really know. Um, obviously being as I'm not in the room, having those conversations, I'll say I'll, this. Given the running backs on the board, I think Alvin Kamara is head and shoulders better than those guys in a redraft format, especially in PPR. Mm -hmm. If that suspension is two or three or two to four games, it could be worth it in the second round because of what he gives you when he's there. But without knowing that right now and reports being expecting six weeks, 
I agree with you. I think mid-second is a little early. Oh, my goodness, Elijah. What are we doing As Javante Williams and Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. I love this, next, man. Next two running backs that come off the board fall, or right before Travis is on the board for his second-round pick. I don't mind. Look, look, Zeke and Javante and Kamara, all guys I wish would fall to the third round. I think as the, the offseason goes on and more people – get to hop on and mock and these guys fall lower and lower. I think we may see that, but I, I don't hate it because I think they're going to do well. Um, I just wish I, you know, I could get a little bit more value um, later in drafts as the off season continues, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Just looks like running back obviously is going to be heavily sought after in this draft. So it's going to be harder to, find that value later in drafts all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go leonard fournette here i think he's the next top 10 guy top 10 level running back that we just saw last year i think he has another strong year okay bucks Um, no concern about him being safe workload on the grounds no i think has safe workload um passing as well okay Okay, Leonard Fournette at the end of the second round. Still got what, a couple. What concern were up. you saying about Leonard Fournette? Is it something I'm unaware uh, of? You know, some people have seen. Obviously, look, pictures are worth a thousand words, or in my in my experience, they're worth they're worth at least 280 characters on Twitter. And <laughs> Leonard Fournette coming into camp out of shape, like he always does. Um, he only has 90 days to lose 10 pounds. Right. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine too. Just a running back position in and of itself, you know, people I, I still think that moniker that he is, you know, injury prone. I feel like he has that label still, even though he had a pretty healthy season last year. Yeah. I feel like the running back position just lends itself to that as Mark Andrews goes off the board at the two eleven. Love that pick. I think I mean that's that's a great pick. I mean end of the second round that's right where you hope to get him and you pair him up with christian mccaffrey Mm, love it love that that's a lot of what we call positional advantage and i hate to like make that a repetitive thing but those two guys are so much better than almost everyone else at their position yeah that's that's a very nice start there mr brian o'leary that's really good. Uh, Dylan in the chat says uh, Lenny will be great this year. He, he very well could as Mike Evans goes off the board as well. Um, I just think, all right, so like Travis, you took two guys that had great seasons last year. Are you drafting them hoping that they can repeat that? Or, you know, like do you, or do you just purely view them as safe because they had that? Which great guys? Season? Leonard Fournette and Cooper Cup. Your guys. Um, Yeah, I, I just, I'm not one of those owners that thinks there's going to be drastic changes to veterans who are a huge piece of that offense on a very successful team. Their recipe is there. They're not trying to figure it out. They're not going out and bringing in other guys um, to take the workload off of those guys. So, ooh, that's early. Oh, Travis Etienne going off the board at the 3-2 after. Josh Allen at the 3-1. Brian O'Leary... Um, somehow it's, it's not early, like it, like too early for ETN. It's just early right. from what we've seen early from what we've seen. And honestly, it's an unfortunate reason for Brian O'Leary to be kicked from the draft. Um, <laughs> See yeah, he just had to go. Um, so, oh, that hurts. That really hurts. Everyone knows that I love Travis ETN. Um, mm, that, mm, okay. That, that hurts right here in the heart, 
right here in the heart. Am I going to have to just get crazy and take him in like, I don't know, the the second round? (laughs) Like, it's not going to feel good. But if you really want him, I think it's to the point where if you're at the at the one twelve two one, you won't see him again. But I would take him over Fournette. I've got 30 30 seconds here, real quick. 30 seconds. I've got Cooper Cup and Leonard Fournette. I love the mid-round wide receivers this year. I don't like those running backs. So I'm going to go with another running back here since running backs have been flying off the board. As you can see, redraft is a little bit different. I'm going to go with Cam Akers and get another piece of the... Rams offense. I think Cam Akers is safe. I'm not worried about the injury. It's not like he had a setback. It's not like we're hearing reports that he's not the same guy. If anything, people are saying he is the same guy before injury. I think 20 touches is very safe for Cam Akers. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think I agree with that at all. 20 touches is a lot. And I don't think a guy coming off of Achilles injury is just going to hop into 20. He's not coming off of the injury. That is the wrong yes, word. He already he came off of the injury. Travis Etienne is the one bad. coming off of injury. <laughs> David Montgomery, Tyreek Hill off the board in the third round following Cam Akers. A- A.J. Brown now. Uh, these last couple picks. Um, so Cam Akers, uh, we disagree on the workload. Um, we'll see. I think they're still going to spread around with Henderson still there. Um, Montgomery in the third round. I mean, that's for years. That's where everyone feels like he should go. Like, he's just... He's going to have workload. Will the offense be good? Eh, probably not. But, you know, value. So that's, that's pretty good. Yep. Tyreek Hill, Antonio Brown, or A.J. Brown. Those two guys in the third round with legitimate upside to be wide receiver ones. I love it. I love I love the value there. Um, But what... So, to feel comfortable, to feel like you don't feel like you're wasting a pick with the James Conner pick in the third round. Right. Um, or do you think, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I view him right where I've got Montgomery acres. Right. Um, Leonard Fournette. Like I, I feel like he's maybe right below those guys because I do believe in somebody that they brought in that we'll talk about in a little bit, but sure. Um, with how fast running backs are going, you want somebody that is coming off of a season like that, that is expected to get, a lot of scoring opportunities again. So I don't, I don't dislike the Connor pick Aaron Jones and Connor are some veterans. I mean, that, that that is the difference in redraft and dynasty. You've got two veteran running backs right there that should touch the ball a lot. For sure. Um, Yeah. Keenan Allen right after Connor. Or yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think Connor's going to get at least, you know, 35 touches a game, you know, just based on (laughs) what I've seen and he hasn't torn his Achilles like acres. So yeah, I think 35 touches a game. Yeah. NFL records. Yeah, NFL record. He'll be a fantasy you clock's running out on you, man. That's right. Where where are we at? Oh, is he tilting? JK Dobbins Ooh. off the board. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. We were like we were undecided on Dobbins for a while. I think I ended up being out. Are you in on him right now? On Dobbins? Yeah. Uh, at his current value, I like him. You know, he's on he's on a good offense. He's going to get a lot of work. He, you know, people think that they don't want to throw it to the running back. He's going to catch some balls, it, but you're not having to pay, you know, a, a, an early, early, you know, second round pick for a guy that legitimately could finish in the running back 15 to, you know, for 13 range realistically. Um, Would so, you say he's coming off of injury? Um, 
<laughs> no, I would say that since he's walked on the knee, um, I think he's fine. That's ridiculous. Um, I would say that no, he's not coming off of injury, as Jacob just. Oh says, my oh, goodness! I'm just if that works out for Jacob. Back. If that works out, and these guys are anywhere close wow. to their ceilings, he's giving everybody problems. Wow. Jacob, I'm I'm impressed with what's going on. Going right full now. zero RB, and I like it. I like it. We'll see how it plays out. We will. We will see how. So it far, plays so out. good. I don't know who I'm gonna go with, um, but that's okay. Looking just around, just got sniped again. It has been a night of snipe for I BMC Thunderstick. Mm, just that sniper rifle, freaking GIF. Oh, T Higgins. Man. T Higgins off the board. I like that pick. Going all, you know, going two Bengals and Kelsey. Now we're here at the turn, and I don't get to pick for a very long time after this. Um, the first pick for me is not that difficult, to be honest with you. I'm going to go Darren Waller. Uh, All right. I like it. Darren Waller here at the 312. I like he We at of... losing sucks. Agree. Darren Waller is the tight end three on the season, correct? Yep. Tight end okay. three. Tight end three. And then I'm probably looking at, I you know... You can hide some feelings like, right here. Yeah, this is this is where this is where feelings get hurt. Um, <laughs> There's a guy in blue and white at the five spot who's going to be real mad if this <laughs> happens again. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, it's it's hard to to pass it up. I, I don't ever, I don't ever get this guy. <laughs> and, uh, is it going to be? I'm looking at Michael Pittman. I'm looking at Michael. Oh, Pittman. sorry, Ben. You saw but, that coming. Ben, you I, said that last time. You said if I wanted Michael Pittman, I got to reach for Michael Pittman. And here I, you go. You did not. And Dustin makes you pay. Yeah, I, I've got to get Michael Pittman. Um, it just it feels right. I feel like I can still get value in other places. Um, boy, I don't know how I'm going to feel having just one running back, but. We're gonna we're gonna feel this out. We're gonna we're gonna see how this goes. This was Eli's plan all along. He's gonna bring you Zeke Elliott for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. I love I don't I don't like to draft with trading in mind though. Like that's just No, I don't either. I don't either. But when you look at the board, you can kind of get a feel for at least by by the sixth or seventh round, you're gonna know that's my target. For sure. For sure. And just to remind everyone, the rosters in, in this league, you know, we start three wide receivers and then there's a couple flex. So um, taking a wide receiver that early for me didn't feel too bad as Pitts goes off the board. Jake, Jacob, Jake. Jacob is showing us right now that he is the millennial zero RB drafter of this mock draft. The millennial. Oh, the young cats that think I'm changing the game. Nobody needs a single running back in the first five or six rounds. This is not best ball. Thoroughbred workhorse running backs win rings. I will stick by it till the day I die. I mean, I I say that at 31 years old. I, I agree with it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jacob in the chat asks, what is a running back? And honestly, <laughs> at this point, it's just someone not rostered by Jacob. Or he, As, he could say, I got my running back in the third round. Yeah. Deontay Johnson off the board at the 4-4. Four, four. 
I like it. I like the pick. It, That's good value for Deontay. It should make you feel good. You know, partnering him up with honestly, that is an all AFC North team with Chase, Chubb, Dobbins, and and Deontay Johnson. Um, I like I like the, the strategy, just taking all the good players in one division and just hoarding <laughs> them for yourself. As we have Terry McLaurin, who has just signed. Rich man. $71 million. Brees Hall follows at the 4-6. And then George Kittle. George Kittle, man, I don't know what to make of him. He, I love him as a player, as a person. He's one of my favorite players in the league. As a fantasy asset in 2022, though, for the redraft season. A little nervous. A little nervous. Because little Trey Lance nervous. sucks. Wow. Okay. That is <laughs> actually, that is... let me reword that because that was a little harsh. Ooh, that we don't know. We don't know that he doesn't suck. And so we, yeah, we do know that he doesn't suck when you take his weapons this early and you don't know that he doesn't suck yet. It's very risky to me. Well, if you ask some folks on Twitter, um, Trey Lance has already proven that he is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And he will be enshrined in the Hall of Fame. Um, some have already proclaimed him a breakout candidate, which at this point, duh. <laughs> no mention names there. Um, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. Make, well, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people. DK out there. Metcalf at the four nine just feels weird. How is he that late? I know, I know, because yeah. of the quarterback situation, but it's just crazy to see the name DK Metcalf in the fourth. It is crazy to see the name. I, oh man, DK Metcalf is someone who I do not think it matters who his quarterback is. I think he's just going to dominate. And he just needs one deep ball, which for him, not hard to get. Go up and grab it. I don't know that there are many cornerbacks that are going to match up with him very well. Outside of health, I think he's still going to have a, you know, a, a high end. Wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one season. I think that's definitely within his range of outcomes. Yep. All right, I'm going to go receiver here. I haven't taken any shares of DJ Moore this offseason. Um, I had him a couple places last year, and he was electric to start out when Sam Darnold was healthy. Um, I'm not taking him here, but I'm very tempted to. <laughs> I'm going to go okay. Hollywood Brown at the 410. Uh, I'm excited to see what he and Kyler Murray do together, especially through the first six weeks. But I don't think he falls off. I'm not scared of when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. I think Hollywood is, even when, when Hopkins comes back, he's a 24 to 30 guy. And he's for a sure. top 20 guy at least for six weeks. I agree. Yeah, Hollywood's going to eat for those first six weeks. And after that, it's not like he's you know irrelevant yeah. as... DJ Moore is taking up the 411. We're waiting for Mr. Kennedy to make his pick. And we you know what? A player that we didn't touch on that went in the fourth round, later uh, part of the fourth round, is Antonio Gibson, Travis. Yep. Just a season ago, you would find him where I took DeAndre Swift at the 112. And oh, how the mighty have fallen being able to get him as your running back three. Wow. Um, I'm still in on Gibson. I am not scared of the Brian Robinson pick by yeah. the Washington Commanders. And I'm not scared of J.D. McKissick. 
JD McKissick got a lot more work once Antonio Gibson was either banged up or had fumbling issues. With a fresh start with fresh legs, Antonio Gibson is a monster. And I think in the middle of the fourth round as your RB3, I love that pick by Ben. Dalvin Cook, yeah. Javante Williams, Antonio Gibson is a beautiful running back room. Yeah, that's that's pretty killer. And then you have Tyreek Hill, who is still no slouch. That's I just you love to see a lot of a lot of high quality drafting going on here. As Ryan takes Jalen Waddle at the four twelve, which is still I think is still really good value. That's that's right around where I'd like to see him fourth fifth round. And then now he's got himself a conundrum as he also finds himself in the lower volume of running back club. And you look and there's a few names on there that don't make you quite gag. So it's going to be curious to see who he takes here. I feel like everybody's holding their breath a little bit. Once the fifth round starts and you start eyeballing the one or two guys that you want, it gets a little bit quiet in the chat. Everybody, It doesn't get personal, but everybody knows who the other person is looking at. And they're like, please don't do it to me. Yeah, it's it's personal. It uh it absolutely is. I'm gonna drop down the list as Elijah Mitchell comes off the board. People starting to look around their roster, look to see who has who. Oh, Alan Robinson, the snipe. The However, snipe Brian, Brian, you you kind of saved me. You saved me from myself here because I would have clicked him pretty darn quick, and then would have looked and seen Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Alan Robinson, three of my top five being on one Ooh. offense. You saved me from myself. I love Allen Robinson. Everybody knows that. I think he's a top 15 receiver. Wow. Um, Brian O'Leary is the MVP then. Incredible value. Um, I don't think there's a world where Jalen Waddle can outscore Allen Robinson this year. I don't, I don't see any path to that. Really? Barring injury. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that's just that offense. That, (laughs) that offense for the Rams compared to what we've seen from Tua, I don't see I don't see Jalen Waddle matching Allen Robinson on a week to week basis. Travis, Maybe everyone, he has some blow up weeks, but I don't see it. Everyone is always one ligament away. Like that's they are. that's always it. Um man, one quarterback five, off three, the board. Twenty seconds left. The pressure is on one quarterback off the board. I'm oh, going to go goodness. with a guy. Eight you seconds. Have been keeping, you've been keeping him from me for days. Oh, good pick. Good pick is Mike Williams. I, I can't let you get another share. Wide receiver down there in Los Angeles. I I mean, talk about you're There's still guys who have wide receiver one upside over here. And at least for stretches, I mean, we saw it early in the season. Justin Herbert is following that. That's Elijah is just loaded with superstar names. Yeah, he really is. That's beautiful. Wow. Ben, what are you going to do here, man? Michael Pittman's gone. You got to move on from that. So sorry. I, I look, I don't mean to hurt people. It's just what happens when I pick great players. It's it's just a byproduct. It's just a byproduct. It's uh it's okay to feel sad sometimes. You and Ben are in a little bit of a of, of a spot here. 
Yeah. You only having one running back. He only having one receiver. And goes Mahomes. I like it. He doesn't care. Doesn't care. Mahomes, he sees that Tyreek uh, picture still in the Chiefs jersey and says, maybe I'm still getting that stack. But, sir, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I do love Mahomes, but I'm a little nervous for Tyreek, too. The Dolphins have me worried, man. I say it every show. When you watch Tua throw the football, you might throw up in your mouth. <laughs> it just, it's, 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 it's a solid maybe. It's a. We're so, working on the mechanics. The dude is 25 years old. How long do you have to work on the mechanics? They're not going to change. Yeah. It's horrible. Try- yeah. We're just trying to make him a better quarterback as Damian Harris in the fifth round. And we got a little bit of strategy there from no expert fantasy football saying Damian wow. Harris is his Camara fill in. So he's planning on him starting for those first, what, four to six weeks, maybe. Okay. As uh, Corlin Sutton, one of my favorite uh, wide receivers. And to, to get him in the fifth round as well, when he legitimately has, you know, DK Metcalf type upside is pretty wild. Um, people think that Cortland Sutton, he had that disastrous season last year because of Teddy two gloves and drew lock and some other guys that quite frankly, don't need to be mentioned. Um, I think Cortland Sutton is being slept on. I think that he's going to have a, a really good year. When you say slept on, is there a receiver that has been taken already that you think he will finish ahead of? Yeah, I mean, so I think he'll he's gonna finish ahead of DK Metcalf. I think. Uh, oh wow! Oh, so you're high high on on Sutton. Oh, look yeah, at the Broncos back to back. Wow, Judy there. Um, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. As we take a look here, um, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley for Machine Gun there. Not bad. I like that team. I do like that team. It, I'm it has. It's getting clearer and clearer, and we say this every year. It's fantasy 101. In a redraft league, waiting on quarterback and waiting on tight end, if you're not getting one of the absolute superstars, is the way to do it. Agreed. Um, However, I feel like waiting until the fifth for Herbert and Mahomes is waiting long enough. Those are the guys that I would be fine with in the fifth. Yeah, we've got some uh, some savvy drafters in this draft. There's not going to be any squeaking values out uh here it a lot of these guys they know the names they listen brandon cooks going in the fifth round that's guaranteed production that really is like normally like it feels my initial gut reaction is that it's early but then i think he's a guaranteed wide receiver too that but that's why he falls every year is because people see the name and say oh it's early it's early it's it's not early you look at guys left over, like Chris Godwin, not going to play for a while. Michael Thomas, question mark. Brandon Cooks over Amari Cooper? Sure. Like, all day. Uh, Jacob's not... probably a little pissed that we just saw three receivers in a well, row. He wants all Jacob of them. loves wide receivers. They're, it's literally his favorite position. Um, he's got four of them on his roster. He'd be great so, friends with Eric. Yeah, he really would. Um, <laughs> because running backs ruin football is, I'm sure... As AJ, oh, Dillon. that hurts you, huh? That okay. hurt Dustin. His lip is that bleeding. One, that was an uppercut right there. That didn't feel good. I'll be honest with you. Everybody's I, favorite I, backup running back. I don't. Uh, he's gonna be a, a co-starter. <laughs> like, don't everybody's don't favorite me. backup. 
Don't give me the he's a backup. Okay. He is. He's he is he will a, he will have no. the minority number of snaps on that offense. Uh yeah. Between I mean, he I might... and Aaron Jones. That means he's the backup. Or at least he's the the B to the A. He's the J V to Aaron Jones varsity. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, I and I don't want to hear it if Aaron Jones gets banged up, tweaks an ankle, and A.J. Dillon's a top 10 running back. Oh, I told you so. That's not what I'm Dillon, saying. I'm saying A.J. Dillon is a mountain of a When they're both healthy, man. he is the backup for Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, as I look me. through the remaining Darnell Mooney. Backs, yeah, they I took, love they took Mooney. Mooney from me. That one didn't feel great. Um. My next pick is going to be Miles Sanders. I love and it. I feel good about it. I almost that. went Sanders at the start of the fifth because running back gets thin. I've been doing that in our previous mocks. It does get thin. Um, I'm having to look here, see who's left. Amari Cooper here doesn't feel really good. Uh, Don't you really? dare do that. You'll you'll be sick. Yeah, so I'm going to go with my man Rashad Bateman. Uh, I I love Rashad Bateman. Um, at this this value, getting him in the sixth round, and I'm at the turn, you know. So I kind of had to throw ADP out the window and just get the guys that I think are going to produce. And so Bateman's my guy. My I think I've got three guys that are wide receiver ones for their team. Yeah, and Darren Waller, who is going to be a top option as well. I feel good. Sanders I feel feels good so good that late. It does getting him, yeah, near I, the sixth round. I'm going to find Absolutely. myself drafting him in a lot of redraft leagues. For sure. I feel like, yeah, top top 15 is not out of the, the realm of possibility. I think they're going to want to pass more, and he should benefit from that as well. I mean, look, you always hear the trope that running quarterbacks take passing opportunities out of the offense, and whereas that is somewhat true, I think that offense is going to be more productive than it was last year. A.J. Brown opens it up as well. They've added a lot of good pieces, got a lot of guys coming back, and I think – Sanders was the victim of some bad luck as well with injuries. I think that having a running quarterback also opens up running lanes for a running back. And I think we're going to see a lot of red zone opportunities for Sanders that we didn't get to see last year. So a healthy miles up, Sanders man. is going to eat. Yeah. He's going to eat. It's, as... it's all about his health. If he's healthy, he's a every Uh-oh. week stud. There we go. We got down to the nitty gritty there. Last, last uh, 10 seconds and cream hunt was the pick. At the 6-2, we're like halfway through this draft, just about. And we're we're making pretty good time. We're making pretty good time. We're not having to rush. It's going pretty good. And Lamar Jackson Great off pick. the board. Another running back. Wow. All right. So <laughs> that was the plan all along. That was pretty good. I'll get my carries. Don't worry about me, Debo, and Lamar. That's pretty good. I like that. I like that. It's a good pick. Honestly. Lamar Jackson falling to the the sixth round. It's too far. It it's in a one quarterback lead. People don't care. People do not care. I can't see the name and and Kelly. I'm not just coming at you, but I can't see the name Jerry Judy or Lamar Jackson on the board and decide Jerry Judy. I mean, I, I know everybody has their strategy, but that's one of those names. Damian Harris, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, like that group to me, 
it's tough to pass the difference maker in Lamar Jackson for one of those guys. But yeah, everybody I mean, believes in their receivers and thinks this guy's going to break out. The problem is Lamar, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, it's going to feel real good, though, on those games where Alvin Kamara is on the field. And I think that's what he was playing for. And I don't blame him. Alvin Kamara, it, it feels really good yeah, to have him on your roster. Hawkinson going here in the sixth. He's one of those guys that we've also talked about how I'm probably staying away. Um, it's Too expensive that, for you there? I mean, if I'm going to take him, yeah, the sixth round is right where I would take him. But, I mean, you're, what are, what's the real difference between him and a guy you can get in the next three rounds, you know? So, yep. uh, I think that's always been our stance, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to it as Kyler Murray, a fantastic value, is off the board. And here in the sixth round, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, absolutely incredible. Makes me wonder, like, how... All right, so you got Kyler Murray here at the 6'5". And then you look at the board, and then you've got Josh Allen that went at the 3-1. What realistically is going to be the difference in points between those two? Uh, Josh Allen, obviously, super special. He's been repeat quarterback one overall for uh, a couple years in a row now. I like, think the safety of that is what you're buying at the in sure. the third. And I'm sure. Yes, it's pricey. It It's tough to work out when you pay a third-round price for a quarterback. Yeah. But it's that... Having that stable mm-hmm. for all season is kind of like having Kelsey. Like, you know, you're getting overall one right. week in and week out. Yeah, that's fair. As Ken Walker off the board, uh, followed by Amon Ra St. Brown. That is, and then Amari Cooper Amari in the Cooper. sixth. That's got to feel pretty good to get your second wide receiver, Amari Cooper. I mean, realistically, he is still the one there you know, no matter who's throwing him the ball, he's going to be targeted. That's what you yep. want, especially in a half point PPR. I I get it. I really do. Um, you can't, you're higher you can't. on Cooper than I think most. I think I mean, Jacob, I Jacob said he's his wide receiver 50. Yeah. yeah and then he, you and I, you and I said 50, are you kidding me? And then we looked at like 35 to 50 and we which, were hard pressed to find that many it's, guys that it's doing like, ahead of him. <laughs> he could easily be 50. 50. Yeah. Sure could. <laughs> like uh, so basically Ben, what we're saying is that's a risky wide receiver too. That is. What um, we're saying. And can, in our opinion, yeah. you've got guys like Thielen, Juju, Elijah Moore, right. Who should touch the ball plenty and be a lot safer, but sure. everybody has their reasons. Yeah, and you know what? We we can't Speaking all have of... Michael Pittman. And <laughs> Adam Thielen comes off the board right after. I think coming off the ankle injury, maybe had a little bit down season, you know, falling to- towards the sixth round. He's, he feels safe, right? He feels like someone that that is going to be a solid contributor. He's a guy, you know, I feel like he was the Cooper Cup before Cooper Cup, you know? Like, just a guy that was eating. Yeah, I, and Eli, I think we all agree with you. Adam Thielen is a, is a solid pick there. Yeah. He's when he's healthy, he's a top 24 wide receiver every single week. And that Absolutely. is hard to find. Um I like Adam Thielen over Cooper, St. Brown. Um Dustin, you won't like hearing this, but I like Thielen over Sutton Judy right now too. 
Oh, I've got man. him higher. Yep, no, I've got him higher. I think it's it. going to be so, and this is why, I think it's going to be so hard to predict Broncos pass catchers on a week-to-week basis, whereas with Adam Thielen, I know, I know in half PPR, his floor is so safe, and the attention that Justin Jefferson is going to get every week is going to just leave Adam Thielen yeah. doing what he did. He was like a top 12 receiver until he got hurt. 10 seconds, year. Travis. Jalen Hurts is the pick here. Oh, I uh, like it. Potential overall top two or three quarterback here, I think. Yeah. With he the legs the and the one. weapons. He could be the QB yeah. one. Anything he crazy. could be right there with Allen or right there behind him. So I like yeah. Jalen Hurts. The he's somebody I just like watching. He's so much bigger than I think. Like, he's not Cam Newton, but when you watch him, dude's yoked. Like, he's, you know, Jalen Hurts. Damn, he's a ball player. <laughs> he is comparable in play to Cam Newton um, in terms of production, um, accuracy numbers, all that good stuff. I think that, you know, the, the MVP season that Cam Newton had, where he ran for just a bunch of touchdowns as well and had his highest touchdown total passing. I think that's something we could see. I think we, you know, in a great season for Jalen Hurts, we could see 30 touchdowns through the air, and we could also see, you know, 12, 13 touchdowns on the ground if, you know, if that's a lot break their way. That's a lot. Right, but you did he just have, 10? Um, yeah. You know, it. tell me why it can't happen. You know, with a guy like A.J. Brown on the team, offense is going to be better. Said, yeah, he did. He did just have 10 on the ground. You're right. Yeah. 12 I, or 13 I, is very possible. For sure. You should be you know? a fantasy analyst podcast host. Oh, gosh. Only in my dreams. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I hate calling myself an analyst. I That's something that like I've caught myself doing twice this week. Like other analysts, I'm like, you're not an analyst. You just like fantasy and, football. Anytime Shut someone up. says analyst, I just think of Brian Williams. <laughs> like You're not an analyst. You're not that good. You just have I fun just doing it. I just play fantasy football and I talk about it. <laughs> oh, man, All right. That was a, uh, a turn that did not hurt my heart there. Schultz, it was a little Clyde Edwards, and Burks. Let's break it down because... Dalton Schultz, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Traylon Burks just went as Trav is back on the, the clock at the 7-3. I like Dalton Schultz there. He is someone who I think can outproduce, you know, Kittle and Hawkinson, guys who went, you know, much earlier than he did, and you're getting him at a better price. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, a bounce-back candidate possibly, uh, someone who Travis does not think will beat out Ronald Jones. And... Did you I just think say that, his name before he was drafted? That's something you don't do. Oh, oh you're I'm giving sorry. away the you're giving away the diamonds in the rough. The diamonds in the uh, rough. What are you thinking about Traylon Burks? Real quick, thirty seconds. I've got my my player ready to yeah. go. Yeah, Traylon so. Burks is someone I like. You know, if you really believe in him as being the number one option on that team, and you're you're taking a look at him, and you love the college tape, and you think that this guy's just going to come in and be that ground that mold breaking rookie wide receiver that we've seen the last couple of years. I think Traylon Burks is someone that you could believe in this late in the draft. I think he walks funny. His gait while he's walking has me nervous. I'll send y'all the link to that later. Oh my Juju Smith Schuster here for me at the seven three. Wow. I want some chiefs offense and I think he's very safely going to be at a thousand yards, eight to 10 touchdowns. Okay. All right. There's just such uh, a nice, there's such a nice spot for him in that offense. You know, as we say in our house, you don't yuck someone else's yum. And look, if that's tasty to you, I'm all for you it. You don't like Juju? I think he's fine. I and look, 
I don't hate players. Over, over under 1,000 yards. Let's, let's think, put this into context. I think you'll get to over 1,000 yards. But in the seventh round, what you're getting, that that's great value. Um, I just, I'm not sure, you know. I don't know what this offense is going to look like. I don't know. What's if, there not to be sure about? You think Hardman and MVS keep Juju from being reliable? I mean. Those are the guys that maybe. are unreliable. Yeah, Drake Juju. Lemon coming off the board. I I love I love me some Juju. I mean, look, I I don't know how I turn into this Juju hater. I just feel like I don't ever want to just hop on this hype train, even no matter how much sense it might make. We're just like, oh yeah, Juju is going to be the number one wide receiver option in that offense. It's like, okay, but what does that mean? Like he doesn't he doesn't. But yeah, because when people say wide receiver one, they're talking 150 targets, 13, 1400 yards. I don't need that from him. I, I think the safety for me, he's kind of like Adam Thielen, like with the attention that Kelsey's going to get the eight to 15 yard plays. Mm -hmm. Juju's going to get five or six of them a week. That's sure. 80 to 115 yards and he'll score every other game. That is as a wide receiver four. I just love that value. That's fair. I mean, Hey, in the seventh round, that's great. Tyler Lockett, another decent pick Dak Prescott coming off the board. You're getting some real value. And look, we've said it before. The people that we're drafting with know how to draft. We've seen these great they quarterbacks really do. come off the board late. And people are just building these mecha teams. You know, we're in the seventh round and Machine Gun just took Tony Pollard. But his last pick was was Kyler Murray. Like, you, you're not really like killing yourself in these rounds everyone here is drafting really smart and i it, it, it's it's nice to have the challenge um and i really appreciate everyone for it so it's it's a, it's a lot of fun um who is going to be picked next is my question joe in a redraft Burrow, in a redraft with a guaranteed six games out are you good with hopkins in the seventh is there anybody on the board right now that you think you should take over Hopkins. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, here it's it's kind of look. My I feel like we're at that point. Well, like, yeah, now's the time. My preferred strategy there. I mean, look, I would have rather had another wide receiver waiting with Hopkins. Like you pull that same strategy that that uh, that Jorko, the no expert here, um, as Gabe Davis goes off in the seventh round. Jacob just getting himself some perceived value there. I mean, look, every draft oh has one person that God. just absolutely nukes the draft. And in this draft, it's just Jacob. Um, he just decided, you know what? We're going to gift everyone else the good players, and I'm just going to take the other guys that are left over. So I don't know uh, that it's that. I don't know that we're at that point. <laughs> having I mean, Lamar Jackson. But however, Kyle I like, Pitts, I like, I like I'm worried point. about A.J. Dillon as your one as a running back guy, I can't, I just can't support it. I can't do it. I, I, what yeah. I want Jacob to answer, I want you to say Jacob in the chat, if there's one thing that you would have changed so far, which running back would you have taken over a certain player in what round? If you will. Oh, I like it. I like it. That's, um, that's a nice little, uh, ask there. As we're waiting for guys, oh, let's see, Brady or, or Russell Wilson for you this year, Dustin? Oh, that you know that's a that's a tough question. Um, 
I think I'm more of a Brady guy. Um, I am too. We both hate Russell Wilson's guts, so that's it's easy for us to answer that. So here, I really. All right, so here is we're in the seventh round. I've got three good wide receivers. You know, Miles Sanders is my running back too. Look at the running backs that are left over. Gross. But there is one guy that constantly catches my eye, and I don't. I mean, we're we're getting close. I'm at the I'm at the turn. My justification is I can't really wait for ADPs. Um, there's one guy I think is actually going to have a bigger role than people think. Um, but I mean, look, I'm going to reach and say I think James Cook is actually going to have a great season this Man, year. Man, this is becoming a common theme for you with james cook and i just i did like Devin I, singletary get shot no but i think james cook is a little bit more electric i think that he does some some more things than Devin Devin singletary and singletary's I mean, so good as a runner he's he never so gonna good. get a, a huge workload they always want to split him up there right all right james so cook will where, be one of the best pass catching backs but right I yeah I don't I guess this late sure but any higher than that I right. shy away from it. So here's where I'm at a conundrum. Uh, there's uh quite a few guys here that I think could have really nice seasons, and now I'm looking at upside and I'm looking at you know who could realistically finish in in positions where it's useful uh, and like really getting great value. My eye is drawn to Michael Thomas. I it's in the eighth round. You know, if he comes back healthy, uh, um, two shows ago, you said he's on, he's one of the guys you'll never touch again. So what did he do? What kind of edible arrangement did he send you by, <laughs> uh, some, f- uh, fruit carved like flowers or what, what did he do to yeah, I mean, with get that back being in your said, good graces? Um, 15 seconds, make your pick here. Don't get nervous. With that being said, I'm going to take Russell Gage. Um, no! So, in the I, queue. He probably wouldn't have got past Eli. But I knew that I had to take some guys that were going to give me solid production. But, yeah, uh, Michael Thomas actually does <laughs> give me um, give me some, some interesting vibes. Because at this point, we are in value mode. You're getting closer to that point where ADPs are kind of getting thrown out the window. You just want production and guys that you know are going to have roles in their offense. Michael Thomas, I will never touch again. That is 100% never going to happen after you were about to. No, I I, I knew I was going Russell. And that's the problem with him is that you, you get tempted with somebody because of the name. This is not 2020. Drew Brees is long gone. Michael Thomas prime is long gone. Could Guys, he be a good possession receiver? Yes. He's long gone being Michael Thomas, though. Drew Brees was ever able to go bald and grow his hair back again by the time that Michael Thomas <laughs> yeah. turned into the field. Okay. Oh, As my Michael God. Thomas goes off the board, and we know Jacob loves himself some Michael Thomas. This dude is just trolling us on air. He He's going absolutely negative running back this draft he's got he's got okay he's got aj dylan that's that's solid but man gabriel davis and michael thomas at the turn is about as nasty as it gets at least from the losing sucks perspective 
I'm open to being wrong. I could absolutely be wrong. Um, I can't believe you just scrolled down and took Russell Gage. There are people in this draft that I will always admit that I could be wrong on, and I will take them in some drafts. Like I will have some shares of Gabriel Davis because I'm not going to just sit here and say I know everything. I'll take some value in the seventh round and take a Gabriel Davis because if he does pop off and I am wrong, then I'd still benefit from that. Gabe Davis is just like when I like over Russell Gage, I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it. Um, I think Russell Gage is a better wide receiver. Well, you weren't, you didn't have the opportunity to do it, even if you wanted to do it. I would love to talk about the fragility at the running back position, Jacob. That would be great. Um, with that being said, you have to have some production from the running back, and you are going to have to start these guys. <laughs> Something something about a statement like that makes me wonder if this man's ever played fantasy football before. <laughs> Realistically, yes. I, you I, have to you have to have good running backs. Well, you don't yes. have to All right, so if I'm you gonna, get I'm lucky and up. you land the one backup at the right time, you land Jordan Howard in week 14 of the playoffs, fine, but you can't bank on that. I'm going to You advocate, can always grab a receiver. I'm going to advocate for for Jacob right here because he he's not on the, he's not on video. He can't defend himself right now. Like wide receivers do not produce like backup running backs do. Like a backup wide receiver does not produce like a backup running back does. So from that perspective, yes, you have AJ Dillon who if an injury happens to a guy who has been banged up a little bit and Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon is a running back one. You also you stay active in the waiver wire. You stay a week ahead of people. You grab the backups before the Thursday night game. You grab the backups the you know the week before a game happens on Monday night, and then that just... happens at every position though. At, like running backs get such a bad rap. You can do that with other positions. Yeah, too. but you can't though. Like with with wide receivers, you know if if Amari when Devontae could... Adams got hurt, and you plug in Alan Lazard and MVS, and they go off. That's the same thing. Sure, and if Terry McLaurin gets injured or Deontay or, or I'm looking around, Michael Pittman gets injured, who is that that alpha wide receiver on that team that's taking the targets? There's no one there. Whereas you you get a guy like Brandon Cooks goes down. Like who do you grab? Who's just filling in for Brandon Cooks? There's no one there that's going to be Brandon Cooks. So then you just no, have but a you can you but you just look around the league and find a better situation. If Alvin Kamara goes down, you're, you're going to play Tony Jones, Mark Ingram. Sure, yeah. You can no. plug those guys in because they Yuck. could get they could look not, there goes my son. Ronald Jones at the eight nine. Chris Godwin, Devonta Smith, Robert Woods is a good pick there. You, I like Woods, I'm really liking Robert Woods right now, too. That could be good. Um, Jacob, we're gonna have to have you on. We're gonna have to give you a chance to defend yourself against us just absolutely bullying you. Um Machine Gun came at Brandon Ayuk was a fat finger, but I actually like it. I think of the 49ers, he has the best, the best price tag. Um, 50 seconds left here. Russell Gage gone. Ronald Jones gone. Those have been my favorites all offseason here in the 8th, ninth. So I am going to... See, I think I put somebody in the queue. That's right. I went Alan Lazard earlier, and I will take Alan Lazard here. I think That's between Brian and Ryan, 
at the turn here, they know plenty about taking Alan Lazard at this point. And they also both have a tight end, and there's a couple tight ends I like left, so I should be fine on the way back. No, but absolutely. Like, I, if you're going to pull off a, you know, low end running back strategy like, like we've seen with a couple teams here, I think that you could do worse than having three absolute alphas on your team. And then if look, if Michael Thomas comes back and is anything close to what he used to be, it's a smash team. And so that's, that's just where it is. You're not too far off, Travis. You've got two guys who there are question marks with cam Akers. You know, it's, it's just where we're at. Yeah. I was hoping for Ronald there in the eighth, um, as an RB three, no one says that. And it didn't happen. So what I'm going to do at running back is trade for Ronald Jones. I will ride those two guys out until um, some of the guys that I will take later. And I will say when we get there, these were the guys I was hoping was going to be here because they will. The Fair situation enough. that you were just saying, these guys step into roles and are immediately stars. Well, I'll have a few of those guys and I will live with the Alan Lazard Juju at wide receiver four or five. So Dallas Goddard in the, at the end of the day, he's trying trying to prevent that stack. I see you, Ryan. I interesting move. Having two tight ends. I wasn't calling Um, Goddard though. I don't think I would have touched Goddard at that area especially when you've got schultz but if you believe in it i'm all for it um the you don't see a lot of the uh the the tight end stacking going on so i think the one the turn at one is has been tough in this draft because i'm watching as it gets closer to ryan and he's got to go through it's got to go through ben my uh eli myself and brian and there's there's been some really good picks before him in a few rounds and yeah he's made the best of that um for sure elijah mitchell where are you with elijah mitchell is he a, is he a reliable number two getting rid of the narrative that san francisco i, I guess back. the question is why is he not a, a reliable two if he's not i think that it's just because of the narrative that all san francisco running backs are injury prone which if you just take it on its merit that injury prone doesn't exist, then Elijah Mitchell is an absolute steal. Um, and in a run heavy offense, look, I already, I already talked about the benefits of having a running quarterback and how it opens up the the running game. So Elijah Mitchell could have a very productive season. I would not be shocked at all. Um, you get him in the fifth round as you're running back too. Why not? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I yeah, prefer Ryan him to he... to uh, Damian Harris, um, Kenneth Walker, Kareem Hunt. I think sure. where you got him is where you kind of had to take him, and it ended up being fine. Clyde yep. edwards alaire I don't know. I, I As a Ronald guy, I don't see it, but most of the fantasy community right now has really, really started to come around on CH. I'm surprised to hear you say that. You were a huge Clyde Edwards truther when he came out. It's that's, just that they went out and got an upgrade, and that that's a problem. I don't. 
I think it's an upgrade for Clyde Edwards to have Ronald Jones. Oh come my here. gosh. It's like you see Ronald Jones walk in holding a cheeseburger and his ability not to block or catch. And then you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to get on the field a lot. Here's uh, the solution. I mean, here, here's the resolution I've come to. If you, if you don't like Ronald Jones, if you don't think he's a good runner, you're a horrible NFL running back scout, to put it simply. Whoa. Because if you have ever watched Ronald Jones run the football, it is gorgeous and oh, violent. And oh, Patrick that's... Mahomes will bring that out of him. Andy Reid will bring that out of him. There's no doghouse from stupid Bruce Arians. It's personal. The two oh, tight ends I wanted, Ryan, as you give me the little smirk face, were Zach Ertz and Cole Komet. Oof. I'm going to go ahead and go Cole Komet here. Zach Ertz is probably the safer play. But Cole Komet is more fun, and I don't have any of he the Bears, so let's do it. He is more fun. Uh, I just got to say, you're 100% right in the fact that Ronald Jones wouldn't be heading to the doghouse at all in this offense. It's more likely if it doesn't land here, he'll be headed to the grave. Um, <laughs> they keep saying that, and then he gets another job. I, I think it's end of the road for Ronald. If it doesn't happen here... Like he doesn't have the, oh, he's only this age. Like he's like 25 now, 24, 25. Like he doesn't catch the ball. So it's like, where is the upside supposed to be? And so I, I guess we'll see. Um, the upside Jones, is smashing through the line of scrimmage and scoring 12 touchdowns. I don't know, man. They can't all be Royce Freeman, you know, <laughs> as Devin Brees Hall certainly can't be. Devin Singletary, Christian Kirk, uh, Chris Olave, the next three after your pick. I love the Christian Kirk pick. We know how big of a, a fan I am um, of that guy. Just really great value uh, here. You get a wide receiver, one on his team, most likely. Uh, I think I believe I believe in the talent of Trevor Lawrence bouncing back. So I, you could do worse. Are we really sure that he is the number one there? Yeah, I th- I mean, like really sure. Who else? All right, so you're telling me that the only other competition would be, you know, I'm trying to think. Last show I asked you if Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones stays in Jacksonville, is he the one? And you said maybe. I think, I realistically, I think I think he would be. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant my flag firmly in the ground and say Christian Kirk would be the wide receiver one, regardless of who's on the team. I think I think you've got to be very confident. That yeah. he is the clear one because it is Jacksonville. Yeah. You definitely don't want somebody in that passing game that might be the one. But I think this he's, late, I think he's the if you're confident, it's a good pick. Yeah. I'm I'm confident. I I think that he's going to be the guy. So I don't know. Um hate Zach Ertz at nine oh eight just feels like stealing. It really does. Yeah, Zach Ertz here. I mean, you're getting the number two option, number one option some weeks for that offense for at least the first six weeks. And then, I mean, you've you've probably seen it around the league or around Twitter maybe, people talking about he was the tight end for his entire time in Arizona last year. So it's it's not crazy to think that he could repeat that production heading into He's a perennial season. top five, top six guy. For sure. Um, Absolutely. Kelly, Kelly with a nice draft here. I'm I'm really liking like what I'm seeing. I like with it Najee too. and we believe in Barkley before the 
uh, shirt off pictures. We've been in on Barkley all off season. Let's see which wide receiver or oh wow okay Cordero <laughs> he finds he finds a way look at Jacob I mean but he's still a wide receiver um I I don't doesn't count sleeper did remove his his he wide did. receiver tag yeah they did they did um remove that so that is good to see yeah the Kyler the Kyler Earth stack is gorgeous especially at the value you got them Wow, like you some... know, you know, going into Sunday at eleven fifty-eight a.m. Central Time, yeah, before the Cardinals play, he's going to find Ertz often, and they're both going to give you probably a combined forty-plus points. That's just that's such solid. a nice that's that's a nice start to your week. I don't know how I feel about having two pieces of the Atlanta offense that are probably going to be starting for me though. Like I just. Oh, you're back to bashing Jacob. No, I mean, I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Jacob, how do you feel about that? Did that cross your mind, or was that something that you just like Corderell? I feel like he's got to feel numb at this point. Like, I'm going to go with a, a reach here um, with Rashad White. Because I like taking him here. And I'm also going to go ahead and grab my guy, Trey Lance. Yuck. Dustin with back-to-back rookie running backs. We know the hit rate on rookie running backs. Oh, my goodness. Um, Especially ones that are backups. I mean, neither of them necessarily have to start for me. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Jacob, if you've got... Patterson is a running back too, man, and you're getting him in the ninth round. I think nice. he meant he's his running back too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because he only Get has. Out of here. Honestly, I. It's all it's it's a bunch of upside. You love to see it, and that's what makes fantasy fun. You, you you're hoping these guys hit. And Kelly, you've seen Trey Lance play football six times since high school. You. You you don't need to. He, has, he hasn't played six times since high school. We've that's what we've seen. He he, he didn't has, play on a stage that anybody was watching. I think he's played in six games since his freshman year of of college. I think that's what it was. Is that an actual stat? I think so. Because he appeared in five oh, games God. last year. He played in one game his sophomore season. Appearing uh, in five games. Appearing in five games. Coming into Jimmy's team, oh, and getting a rushing it's touchdown. Jimmy's team, oh on, right, man. it's Jimmy's team so Come much on, that they man. told him, "Don't bother coming back. We've got Is a guy." He, where did he go? Is he gone? It, he no, he. They just told him, <laughs> "Don't show okay. up to practice. Like we don't want you around the until facility. you're yeah rehab until you're healthy because we're gonna need you." Yeah, needs you to be cut or traded. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, great pick here in the tenth round. I love it. Devontae Parker, I thought he retired. Um, I actually like the Parker pick. You like Jacoby Myers. I like Parker in that offense better than Myers. Well, what happened to not mentioning guys that aren't drafted yet, Travis? As well, he's Jacoby not coming Myers. back to you. He's not going to pass Eli or, or myself. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, Jacoby Myers would have been the pick there for me if I'm picking a New England wide receiver. He's the one there. Devontae Parker, I honestly feel like he's closer to being dust than than anything. 
Really? I think he has a better chance at a thousand yards than Jacoby. No, heck no. Zero chance. <laughs> I think he has, uh, he has like an 80% chance to reach 600 yards. Um, Landry, um, coming off the board, the 10, four, I like, not I love Landry. Value. He's the yeah. real one in that offense. Um, well, will Landry, will Landry lead the saints in targets? I, I can't let Dylan give you credit for saying Mac is going to be a stud. Okay. I Mac, didn't say Mac was going to be a stud. Mac's going to be a stud, but that does not mean Devonte Parker is going to have a good season. Like Devonte Parker is probably going to be the wide receiver four on that team. Like that. It's gross. Wide receiver four. Yeah. I, you don't think I don't he's th- starting opening day. I th- he might start week one, but by like week six, he's probably out of their rotation. Like, if he gets hurt, sure. No, like he's just a bad wide receiver. He doesn't care about football. Like he's he not that bad. He's just been contract. hurt. Aaron Rodgers. You know why he didn't want to play last year? Because he's bad. Because Tua was throwing in the ball. Oh, and he was like, "Hey, goodness. I'm out. I'm not down with this." Right. I'm not, I can't make a bad quarterback good. So <laughs> I will not gonna... play with this lefty that can't throw the ball. Oh my goodness. Anyway, we've got Ramondre Stevenson. Look, the Aaron Rodgers pick in the 10th round, wild, like unbelievable. You're getting crazy value for a guy. Look, is he a lot? Derek Carr is still there. He, which is, it, look, it's incredible to me. Like everyone's got a, a wide receiver or a quarterback one. So, I mean, at this point, Derek Carr could very well go undrafted. But you're you're looking around. Derek Carr in the Matthew Stafford Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, it's a one that, quarterback. It just team. goes to show you have to wait. You don't you don't have to. If you want to go with a rushing guy and get a little bit of both or one of the absolute studs. Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, sure. I mean, field even even Brady, Lance, Dak, Rogers, Russell. Like, can you really wait till the eleventh or twelfth? You can, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're you're looking now. I mean, Derek Carr is still on the board. Kirk Cousins still on the board. Justin Fields still on the board. I mean. You want to get wild and say, I mean, look, Mac Jones isn't going to be a quarterback one most likely, but he he could be a, a bye week filler. Like you've got quality guys that are still around ten, in round ten and beyond. You know, especially like we've already talked about in this draft, where we're drafting with guys who know what they're doing. So yeah, it's it's not it's not most home leagues will not be this patient no you're gonna see guys reach patrick mahomes will go in the first round in some leagues you know it we'll see all right i'm ready here i'm ready here at the end of the 10th this is one of those guys that i said i am going Mm -hmm. to scoop up later because of um it being a half ppr i think naeem hines as a bye week fill-in at running back and if anything happens to Jonathan Taylor, that's a big workload for Naeem Hines. So I will go ahead and take that here at the 10th. I love it. I love it. Hunter Henry down here, Sky Moore, high upside right after you. You know, a sneaky good pick by Ben, um, Tyler Boyd. That 
he's already going to have a role in that offense. And then you talk about if, if any one of those doesn't take much goes down, you're talking, you've got a wide receiver two locked in. If it feels good, especially someone like, you know, you're going to have to wait for Chris Godwin to come back. You've got questions, you know, throughout your, your, your wide receiver room. So why not take a chance on a proven, proven tool? Man, yeah. Dylan says he loves the Heinz pick. Heinz pick. I think, yeah, especially in any sort of of PPR league, I think Heinz is going to be very useful. And you know what? They're going to need a wide receiver as well. Uh, we could see Heinz in the slot more than we normally do. So, not a bad pick here in the tenth round. Waiting on Mister. He's, he's one of those one of those rare running backs that. He's not like a, you know how Madison is kind of like a guaranteed replacement for Dalvin Cook. I don't right. think Hines just gets the full workload if something happens to Taylor, but no. he has standalone value with Taylor healthy. And then in addition to that, you'll see 15 plus touches a week if Taylor goes down. So, right. I think he's a, he's a, for me, I wouldn't say more valuable than Madison, but given everybody healthy, I think he has more week to week value than Madison does. I agree. I agree with that. As a couple, you know, three rookies <laughs> by Madison. Um, yeah, so you've got Sky Moore, Christian Watson, then Jahan Dotson, and then Alexander Madison to round out that turn. Ryan with three rookie receivers there in a row. Uh, yeah, three rookies. I mean, going going young there. in that wide receiver room. I mean, if one of them hits, you've 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 already made your money back. So now we're here with Travis. Who is it going to be? You've you've talked about a few guys getting down to the the last few picks of the draft. Yep, Got a whole another round left though. Um, I'm going to take who I think another guy. I think just like Hines, Darrell Williams will have a value on a week to week basis. Interesting. Um, and if a fragile Connor, a historically fragile Connor, were to get he banged was, up, he was pretty Williams okay last year. In, yeah, but so was Eckler. I mean, anything. So was Dalvin Cook. Anything sure. can happen at any time. So when you're looking at backup running backs, I want ones that have a weekly PPR value as is, and I think Williams is sure. one of those guys. Okay, Darrell Williams. Look, if if Connor does get banged up, that is going to be a very very valuable pick here late in the draft. Got Clure here. Took Henry last pick. That's a solid pick to round out the the last you know starting position that you probably needed. Um, what Eli wishes he could do here is draft Ronald Jones again, because every draft I'm in with him, he finds a way to take Ronald right before I would have. Um, yeah, you can't do it again in this one. I'm sorry, Eli. Nope. Maybe in two weeks you can try again. Look, it's Ronald already done the damage. I don't want to spend more time talking about <laughs> Ronald Jones. As Marquez Valdez Scantling comes off the board, can we talk about the possibility that Marquez Valdez Scantling could be a wide receiver too this year? Is, um, is that a, I feel like I feel like no. This could be the year that that chemistry talk in the offseason actually is a thing. Like I don't what? see a top twenty-four. I do see. I could see him being a pretty fun three, a top thirty-six, because like, he's going to have some boom weeks for sure. You remember that season that Will Fuller had years ago? where he was just like catching all those bomb passes and they were just all hitting. And so he was like yeah. a wide receiver one. Like I f- think he finished the wide receiver nine. 
I think that could happen with Marquez Valdez-Gantling in some universe. Like, I feel like not be a wide receiver one, but I feel like he could hit on enough inconsistently to, one, open that offense up, but also be a wide receiver two to where it's, you know what, you don't, you don't catch a bunch of volume. You know, maybe he catches six balls a week, but, you know, every second or third week he goes off for like, you know, 22 23 points and really just kills it yeah but i think we've seen that with hardman and robinson i feel like that role in that offense is going to give you like this is what's going to happen with mbs he's going to he's going to have a 130 yard game with two touchdowns Mm -hmm. we saw this with sammy watkins i think two years ago and people will freak out they will overpay in a trade for him. They will overspend everything they can if he's on the uh, free agent market. And then you won't yeah. hear from him for three weeks because it'll be Kelsey, Juju, CH, Ronald, whoever. Well, and then you'll, he'll have another big game. Like They just have so many other weapons, and right. I don't think the third or, or higher option on that team is going to be safe to say top 24, barring injury. Okay, that's fair. Uh, man, Jacoby Myers coming off the board. Great pick, Ben. Um, Jamal Williams. Kenny Galladay loved that pick this late in the draft. Michael Carter. R.I.P., buddy. You know. But, He's uh, not dead. Someone's got to take him. I understand. I thought buddy. about Carter over Hines and Williams. Oh, gosh. Of course you did. Well, of course you, you did. think he's going to play? He's going to play. I, he's just, look, the second running back on that team. It's just, it's not of interest to me. It, I mean, this late you're, you're kind of hoping for, you know, a backup, you know, maybe the rookie struggles and Michael Carter actually has, you know, a, a bigger role this year. I just think he's relegated in it, but in a half PPR league, it's valuable. He's going to catch it. 45 plus passes. No, he's not. He's not going to catch 45 <laughs> passes. No, Barring he's not. injury. He's going to be out there plenty. No, he's not. He's a he's good not. football player. Sure. He is. Uh, but 45 passes, you're not going to catch 45 passes. That's that's ridiculous. It, get out of here. Henderson, I love that pick. He's the starting running back for the Rams. Um he's he's definitely going to going to I mean, yeah, for your for your running back four, uh Jacob, that's that's a great pick. Um that's True just solid RB1. value. My man is tripping tonight. No, I'm thinking clear, man. Crystal clear. Mark Ingram off the board, and now I am left with some choices. Last two picks. I don't like to handcuff a ton. Um, And since we're just mocking, let's just take a look. Who's left? Who's left? Who else do we have? In a half-point PPR, I got to go with my man, Jamison Crowder. Uh, Does it ever cross your mind here? to take a guy like Stafford or Carr just in case Trey Lance does suck? You know, it was actually my thoughts were, all right, maybe either Carr or Fields. I forgot Stafford was even available. That's wild to me. He's just sitting there. He's going to be my he's going to be my pick this late. And um, what you mean by that is he's your starting quarterback. Week there's one. a good chance a lot of the time. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe that's so disrespectful that he's there, but I'm happy for you to get him. I look, no. 
you know how I like to build my teams. I like stability. I like balance. I feel like this build gives me that. I've got four running backs. Most of them have upside. Wide receivers, upside, and some stability. It is very balanced. When you were saying I don't usually take handcuffs, were you looking at Gainwell? I was. I was. Okay. I like I like Gainwell a lot. I think... Does he have standalone value? I don't think a ton. I mean, there's five weapons there. Like how many touches could he possibly get now? I don't, again, good pick. Uh, Great pick with the gain. Well, I think that's a, especially with your build makes a hundred, hundred percent sense. Gain. Well, if anything happens to Sanders, which we've seen him get banged up, Gainwell is someone who could come in and do everything that Miles Sanders does. He, he's a dynamic athlete. He he caught the ball in college. Um, but, I mean, so, but that's what I'm saying is you're you're thinking of him as a handcuff. Yeah. He's not somebody that you're like you go into a week thinking, oh, I can I'll get ten from Gainwell. No, you won't. I don't think so. I don't think so. It would take you an really, injury, even in a half PPR. You're not getting ten points from him most weeks. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, standalone Didn't value. Didn't he score no. at like an, an absurd rate last year? Gainwell. Yeah, I feel like his touchdown percentage. Like, how many times did he score? Let's see. Well, let's take a look. Um, I feel like he was in the end zone a lot. So he had two, tu- three touchdowns. Nope, J.K. Four touchdowns last year. Six. Six. One, two. He had six touchdowns. Oh, okay. I'm looking at receive or rushing, uh, receiving for, for somebody that was splitting the backfield four ways a lot of the time. That's pretty like good. That's absurdly high. As Alec Pierce, DJ Chark, and Friar Muth is still left here in the 12th. Dawson Knox, you're getting value here. Unbelievable. I mean, just scoop it all up. You guys that could literally be, you know, top seven tight ends. I mean, in the 12th round, Marlon Mack uh, has a possibility to start on an NFL offense, at least for a few weeks. I'm going to say the three guys that I'm between here since it's the end of the draft. Sure. Um, Khalil Herbert, Gus Edwards, and Derek Carr are the three that I would like here. If I got three picks, I don't. So solid. I think I've got between Hines and Williams back to back um, scat back types. I'll go ahead and grab Derek Carr here. If something were to happen to Hurts, I still want to top what I believe to be a top 10 to 12 quarterbacks. So. And if Jalen Hurts just kind of flames out and doesn't have the kind of season you hope, Khalil Herbert right after you. Yep. You know, that's a good, good stack pick. of quarterbacks. You know, solid producer guy. We we really think that Derek Carr is a candidate to have a, you know, a positive regression in the touchdown rate, and then also seeing you know maybe around you know forty eight hundred yards plus in that. I've offense. got five thousand plus yards, thirty six touchdowns. I think Derek Carr has more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers this year. I mean, I I think yeah, I, Aaron Rodgers is going to struggle to be a, a quarterback one this year. But I just feel like they, in that division, the Raiders are going to have to keep up or or be coming from behind. And I think 
Aaron Rodgers is going to be in plenty of 21 to 13, 24 to 17 type games. Yeah. Where I don't see that with the Raiders. Wow. Great pick at the last pick, Kirk Cousins. So the draft is over. Taking a look at the board, Travis, your your gut reaction. What teams stand out? You know, you uh, uh you went, let's see. You went uh running backs early and then didn't touch them again until the end of the draft. Um let's yeah. Overall, gonna... I'm pre- overall I'm pretty happy. I think the one thing I would have changed about mine um would have been potentially Gibson or Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs, where I went Hollywood sure. Brown. Um, actually, Jacobs went off before. Sure, Gibson did too. So yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any regrets with this build. I I, I like this team. Um, who catches my eye here is going to be. Yeah, just from a, a team perspective, I want to go over every. I want to run through each people or each each team real quick. Um, right. you know, while you think of that, Ryan, starting off with Jonathan Taylor, you know, Mike Evans. Josh Allen, Jalen Waddle, running backs rounded out with Elijah Mitchell and Clyde Edwards Alaire. Dalton Schultz and Dallas Goddard as your tight ends, and Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson, and finishing it up with Kirk Cousins. Not bad. Brian O'Leary, Christian McCaffrey started off at the 102, Mark Andrews, and stole my boy Travis Etienne. And then your wide receivers start rolling in with DJ Moore. Allen Robinson, Elijah Moore, and Traylon Burks. You broke it up a little bit with Chase Edmonds and Russell Wilson and Sky Moore in the 10th. And then you finished up with uh, with a couple of running back handcuffs to give you some upside late in Alexander Madison and Khalil Herbert. Trav, we'll let you recap your team here at the end, but Kluwer here um, after you at the 104 Started off with Austin Eckler and rounded it out with Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery. The rest of his running back room looks like Ronald Jones and Marlon Mack. A couple of upside plays. Quarterback is Justin Herbert. His wide receiver room, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, Drake London, Christian Kirk. Great value in the ninth. And then, of course, upside play with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And then our, our very own friend, Ben. He took Dalvin Cook and Javante in the first two rounds and uh, what Antonio Gibson, Devin Singletary falling all the way to the ninth gives you a nice running back room. Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, and of course another couple solid players in Tyler Borden, Jacoby Myers. Super, you know, solid, but also have some upside if anything were to happen or change. And you have Patrick Mahomes, and that is always a nice Look. cherry on top. Let me te- let me say this about Ben's team. I think if there's a different pick instead of Amari Cooper there in the sixth, Ben might have won this draft. Yeah, I mean, if you get fair, somebody, if you get a Thielen or a Juju there that can help carry you over a little bit until Godwin co- uh, comes back, I really like that build. I think it's very, very close. And Amari Cooper. Cook Williams Gibson is just so nice. Going to have to answer a bunch of questions there as well. I think um, now going uh, the next 
at the starting at the 106, though, Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara really having to wait for Kamara's um suspension to come down, see how many games that is. But you tried to play safe and draft Damian Harris and a handcuff there with Ramondre Stevenson. And then you finish up your running backs with Tyler Algier in the 12th. A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Smith. You have both Eagles receivers there and Chris Olave and Javante Williams. Risky plays here. I like it. You have George Kittle and Dak Prescott. I would have some questions here. I think, boy, you'd, you'd, you'd have some holes on that team. But you know what? If, if Alvin Kamara comes back and is himself, I think that's going to be a really solid team. Um, Justin Jefferson at the 107. And Cortland Sutton, wow, you, you you have other wide receiver, you know, ones on their team possibly, and, and Robert Woods and Kenny Galladay. You're also able to sneak in DeAndre Hopkins at the seventh. I mean, that's that's great value. Aaron Jones, yep. James Conner, Brees Hall, uh, wow, Pat Fryermuth in the twelfth, and then you know you God, just forget so late. That that is so late. Nothing. It's like as the summer's gone on, a lot of these tight ends are just falling and falling and falling. Aaron Rodgers in the tenth. That's a great team. Did I say Javante? I meant Jamison. Yeah, Jamison Williams in the uh, in the eleventh for uh, for what I, I forgot even who I was looking at. Um, but yeah, that yeah, Jamison Williams, not Javante. Yeah, you don't get Javante Williams in the eleventh. Um, a team with. From Machine Gun with Najee Harris and Saquon, though, to start off is nice. You took Tony Pollard and Michael Carter. So kind of a little top-heavy, but still a, a solid base. Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Gallup, DJ Chark, even a, uh, a sleeper late in the draft in the 12th round. That's a solid wide receiver room. Um, Keenan Allen, always underrated, target monster. Yeah. And Kyler Murray in the sixth. I love that team. Zach Ertz in the ninth. That's K Mad might have taken this home. That's nice. That's a that's a really nice team right there. Um, and then you've got fantasy you man, Jamar Chase. You started off with the AFC North. Jamar Chase, Chubb, Dobbins, and Deontay Johnson. Then solid pick in the fifth. Brandon Cooks. You have Joe Burrow at quarterback. Your tight end, TJ Hawkinson, see what happens with him this year. Solid play as well. Rashad Penny, Melvin Gordon, and Damian Pierce, guys who could all ascend to be the actual running back one on their team if the season rolls the right way. Jarvis Landry and Alec Pierce. Um, Jarvis Landry, it feels really good in the 10th round. I, I mean, you talk about a guy, if Michael Thomas doesn't come back and do what he, he does, then Jarvis Landry is going to be a smash. Especially in a half point PPR, he he will that, lead the he will lead the Saints in catches and targets. The team that actually drafted Michael Thomas, the team that hates running backs, we joked about it all draft long. But Jacob always knows what he's doing. Starts off three straight alpha stud wide receivers and Devontae Adams at the one ten. CD Lamb, so nice. <laughs> Devont, or uh, Debo Samuel took Gabe Davis in the seventh. Took a high upside play with Michael Thomas in the eighth round. Kadarius Tony was his final receiver. His tight end, Kyle Pitts, in the fourth round. Lamar that, Jackson. That was the turn for me right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's he I, really I, started turning around. After there. those after those three, I think if just just since we're in the moment here with, with this sure. team, I think um a Gibson instead of Pitts there 
would have given Jacob. If you go Gibson there and then Dylan on the way back, and those are your one, two, and then you land a Ertz, Komet, Freermuth uh, later, I think you'd be a lot happier I, than what you're going to get from Pitts. I, I would, I, I like, I like the way that Jacob went about this because he got Lamar Jackson, but then his running backs. You got AJ Dylan, who I am super high on and gives you some upside. Cordero Patterson, Jacob justified it by saying he is a running back two for him. I totally get it. If he repeats anything close to what he had last season, that is a huge, huge boon in production. Yeah, but, but look at if you look at the, the combo, like if you look at his fourth and and ninth are yeah. Pitts and Patterson. Sure. Would you rather have Pitts and Patterson or Gibson plus Ertz? I, I mean, like in a talk- single season, that's tough to me. Yeah, but you you got to look at his build. I mean, he was going for upside plays. I think Pitts gives you way more upside than Ertz. Um, I way more? Like how much more? I feel like Pitts is going to be. Look, if if Pitts hits where you're, you're valuing him at the fourth round, he is you know a top three tight end. He's going to be the number one target in that offense. Ertz on some weeks could be the number one option on that offense. Pitts is the most established weapon on that offense. Um. And you, you talk about you want those boom weeks. That's why you go uh, zero running back. You want those huge booms. You want to have more opportunities at those huge booms that running back or wide receivers typically produce. And then yeah. you go for, you look for that that upside to have a safe floor. Your upside for zero running back build is a opportunity to have safe floors for running backs that are filling in for injured other players, which is why you take a Darrell Henderson and a Kenny Gainwell at the end of your draft, which is exactly what Jacob did. I love that strategy. He did it very well. I don't have the patience for a zero running back build. Um, and neither does I don't either. Neither does McThunder here at the 111, taking Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey, T. Higgins, John or Josh Jacobs, and uh Darnell Mooney. That's a um, sneaky good team right there. I didn't even see that. Hunt there, Renfro in the seventh, and his quarterback is Tom Brady. So yeah. you're you're not really losing anywhere. You're getting a guy like Chase Claypool, who if he shows anything close to what he did in his rookie year, um, in the ninth at the end of the ninth round, um, I I you know talked about my contentions with Devontae Parker. Um, Tim Patrick is always slept on, undervalued. If Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton doesn't hit or gets injured, like we've seen in the last few years, and Tim Patrick is just that sneaky useful guy, um, that you know in the twelfth round, that's a steal. And then Mark I Ingram, love that team. if you know, you, you talk, we've talked about Kamara and his likelihood to get suspended. Mark Ingram's mo- the most likely piece right now to fill in for him for, you know, anywhere from three to six weeks. So that's a guaranteed starter right there. So not bad. I completely understand going the way that McDunder went. And then Travis will go ahead and end it with our teams, my team, uh, my running backs, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, James Cook, and Rashad White. Went upside late with my running backs. I like the receiving work that James Cook could get. And, of course, Miles Sanders has upside in that offense if we're seeing a heavy workload again. My wide receivers being Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, Rashad Bateman, Russell Gage, and Jamison Crowder. I don't have a lot of depth at any position um, other than quarterback. I My tight end is Darren Waller. My quarterbacks are Trey Lance and Matt Stafford. Um, always balanced with me. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. I think I, I wish I would have had more. I wish I would one have more had running more back. 
One more uh, running back. Yeah, one more I, running back. I love the re- that first four receiving group is amazing. And to have the combo of Lance Staff- uh, Matt Stafford is great. Waller, we already know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think one more running back. I don't know where. Maybe, but. Yeah, I maybe. You're not getting Bateman if you pass on it. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have had Gage. I mean, I don't see a place. Yeah, it, I I don't know where I would have got it either. Maybe if I if you gone believe over. in if you believe in Cook and White, then yeah, for um, sure. Because like yeah, you I took mean, you took Cook point. over Rashad Penny. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Um, yeah, Chase Edmonds, and and you believe in him over those guys, so that you have to yeah. make that call. Absolutely. Yeah, All right, we'll wrap this up here. I went wide receiver at third overall, which is a absolute first for me ever. But it's Cooper Cup. It's as safe as it gets. Cup, Hollywood Brown, Mike Williams, Juju, Lazard. I love those five receivers. I think there are some high ceilings there, but most importantly for me and the way I like to build are some high floors. Leonard Fournette, Cam Akers. Um, I didn't get a Miles Sanders level guy where I've been getting him in the fifth or sixth. So I just stuck with the receivers. I got Jalen Hurts in the sixth round. I'm very, very happy with that. Komet, I love in the ninth. And Naeem Hines and Williams. If one of those guys is ever needed to be um, a featured guy in in their offense, I think they're more than capable and would help me out a lot. I do feel a little bit naked at running back, but other than that, I'm very happy with the team. I I mean, hey, it was a fun draft, man. And, as always, you know, you're, you're always finding ways to trade. You set yourself up really well with this team. You've got depth. Wide receivers yep. are really good. I think this would be a lot of fun. And that's Hell of a draft. The, the draft is only half the battle, guys. You can't really win the league at the draft, but you sure can lose it. Um, This has been this fun. Is Thank a, you for it. This is a good group. This yeah, is a very impressive group. We're going to have draft. to do this again sometime. Thanks to everyone for joining. Thank you for watching, listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Losing Sucks. And as always, remember, losing sucks. Don't do it.